building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Good morning and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today's topic is eight ways to start fresh in both marketing and sales for the new year. I know this is the time of year where we get into talking about the new year and planning and how we can reevaluate what we're working on. So I wanted to really dig into both marketing and sales and get a little bit deeper into what you should be considering for next year, not just in goal setting, but in evaluating what's really working and what's not. Well, and I guess that is number one here. The turn of the year is the perfect time to really evaluate what is working in sales and marketing and what's not working. You have to really get real with yourself. For example, in your sales department, is it really working? Is your team performing? Are they selling the right kind of deals, the right size with the right customer? Or as a lot of companies do, as the year is coming to an end and everyone's trying to hit their goals, have you given in a little bit? Have you taken on smaller deals? Have you been giving deep discounts? And have you been bringing on poor fit customers? If you're doing any of that, don't let that carry into the new year. It is time to reset. Same question for marketing. Is it working? Are you appropriately tracking everything that you need to? And do you really understand your goals and the actual why behind your goals? Here's an example. If you're running LinkedIn ads and your goal is lead gen, why? Is that the place that they should be converting? Take a look at things like how much does it cost per lead? How ready are they for a sales conversation? My bet is that if you're a B2B company running LinkedIn lead ads, you're spending too much money and the leads that are converting into your pipeline are doing so at a low rate. Starting with awareness could be a better play, even though it takes a little bit longer. I urge you not to let these things slip past you just because your marketing department is doing too much or just because that's what you've always done. Number two, don't be afraid to completely abandon strategies or channels. This is, of course, related to number one. For some reason, I think we all have a problem with this. It's like we work too hard on whatever strategy and to fully turn it off if it's not working doesn't feel good. But think about this. If you've tried a strategy or a channel for many months, you've tweaked it, you've looked at your strategy and your approach, you've maybe even brought in consultants to take a look at it and you still can't figure it out. Maybe it's not working. It might be time to allocate your time and money elsewhere. And then you can always come back to these strategies and efforts when you have more time to really look at it with fresh eyes. Number three is making sure that your goals align to the actual results that you're looking to achieve. This is a huge problem in marketing specifically. Are you aiming for leading indicator or vanity metrics, as some people like to call them, like traffic and clicks that don't actually translate into the money that you're trying to make? If so, it's time to change your goals. 
I'm working with a client right now that has the craziest MQL goal. It's like 600 some MQLs a week, which is insane. All of their reporting made it look like marketing was hitting those goals. And granted, there is some messy data from acquisitions and whatnot. I think every company's data is messy to some extent. Once we dug deeper and got reporting into a better place, it actually turned out that those MQLs were not converting into pipeline like we needed to, and we were missing the mark in some areas. And it's rough to be running after these giant goals and feeling good that you're hitting them and then being told by your boss that it's not good enough or we're not having the result that we really need for the company. Their goal for 2024 is to have fewer leads that convert at a much higher rate. This is just one example of how you have to make sure that your goals align with actual results. Number four is time bounding your goals appropriately. If you are one of those companies that's still setting annual goals, it's probably time to make a change. Remember when I worked in corporate and we had annual goals, our whole department would be like, oh crap, in October or November, and then we would rush to get our goals done. Well, I probably don't have to tell you this, but if everyone is trying to do their goals in the last few months of the year, then those goals essentially had no impact in the year that they were assigned. At Accelity, we have quarterly goals, and I find that we can have a much greater impact on the business when we think in smaller projects and shorter sprints instead of these big, crazy annual goals, because not everyone is great at prioritizing their time and planning over an entire year. Number five, incentivizing the right behaviors. There is another thing with goal setting that a lot of times we tie the incentives to some kind of vanity metrics instead of the actual behaviors that we're looking to achieve. This is huge in sales, and I think there probably are gaps in your process if you take a look at it. For example, is your business development team required to do a certain amount of outreach, or are they incentivized on quality meetings that actually turn into more? At Accelity, we incentivize based on a low number of meetings that are a really solid fit for our ICP that actually show up for the meeting. These are all things that our BDRs get paid on. Are your salespeople incentivized in a way that encourages them to push through any old deal with any buyer, any discount, or are they bringing in the high quality customers that your business wants? The new year is a really good time to look at comp structure if you haven't. Number six is revisiting any old activities to see what can be used again. I'm not saying that you want to go into the new year just doing what you always did because that mentality is, of course, where innovation goes to die. And I think we all know that. However, everything in your sales and marketing programs does not have to be brand new all the time. This is a great time to take a look at what you can recycle from last year. If you are doing a grab at revenue, what ops can you reignite in Q1? Were there lost opportunities that just didn't have enough budget that could buy when their new budget next year opens up? Were they waiting for a specific feature in your product or service? And do you have that now? What about upselling and cross-selling? One important thing to look at is your customer retention numbers. If those aren't where you want them to be, you are leaving so much money on the table and probably causing yourself a gigantic amount of headache. Remember that keeping and selling more to a current customer is always less expensive than finding and selling a new customer. Number seven is abandon your assumptions. 
how much of your sales and marketing program is based on assumptions that you made years ago. I'm talking about your buyer personas, your sales process, your buying process, etc. A lot of companies have people internally that used to work in the industry that you're now selling to. For example, a lot of our clients sell into the insurance space and they themselves were once insurance brokers or worked for carriers. And that's all great. It's fantastic to have this kind of knowledge within a company. However, you must have an open line of communication with your customers so that you can understand whether the assumptions that you're making in sales and marketing still make sense. When is the last time that you interviewed your customers, that you watched them using your product, that you interviewed an exiting customer? I used to do these at the software company that I worked at on the product team, interviewed every exiting customer. And there are some very funny moments that I can recall in there. And we learned a lot about the issues that people were having working with our company and within our tools. When's the last time that you interviewed a lost opportunity? These can be a little bit harder to get a hold of, but figuring out why they went somewhere else is gold. Make sure that you're setting a goal to do a certain number of customer and prospect interviews every single quarter. And number eight is make sure that you have a team first mentality. If you're still struggling as a leader to delegate, it's time to cut it out. If there's one thing that every leader has to do in 2024, it is making sure that you are acting for your team versus acting for yourself. Who are you going to lift up this year? Who needs to be upskilled? Do you have a promotion path in place for every person on your team? Are you acting every day as a good coach and a good mentor? This one definitely requires some self-evaluation to be the best leader that we can be. But again, New year, new me. There's no better way and time to do it. All right. So in summary, those eight ways to start fresh in sales and marketing are number one, evaluate what's working and what's not. Number two, don't be afraid to completely abandon strategies or channels if you need to. Number three, make sure your goals align with the actual results that you want to achieve. Number four, time bound your goals appropriately. Number five, incentivize the right behaviors. Number six, revisit old activities, strategies, campaigns to see what can be used again. Number seven, abandon your assumptions. Make sure that you're actually talking to your customers. And number eight, a team first mentality. Make sure that you're acting for your team and that if you are a boss and a leader of people, you are constantly striving to be better. All right. I hope that was valuable. Next week, we are going to be talking about the best lessons from my guests in 2023. And then we're going to be taking a very short break hiatus over the holidays on Monday, 1225 and Monday, 1-1-2024, which is nuts. I can't even believe that 2024 is coming up so quickly. And then we will be back in January with more episodes, more guests. We have some really amazing guests lined up and I'm really excited for you to hear from them. And then of course, more solo episodes with yours truly. All right. If you got value today, please share with just one person and I will talk to you next time. 